Hello and thank you for clicking on Joe Blogs About Films. This podcast is available on all the streaming sites where you can find podcasts. That's, of course, including Spotify, Apple and Google, etc. Hit the notification button to be notified when new episodes are uploaded. And, of course, hit like, follow, all that jazz. That, too, would be so, so appreciated. Facebook page is, of course, just titled Joe Blogs About Films. But thank you, as always, for the support, for listening. Here we go, episode 66. Michael Bay is back with his Michael Bay-esque film entitled Ambulance, um, which on paper sounds like it's going to be interesting enough. It's just that when you've got that kind of concept of a heist job going wrong and then it's pretty much centred around two guys, you know, part of this heist in an ambulance, there's a first aid responder in there and an injured police officer, it all sounds like it should work. But this is Michael Bay that we're talking about. So even though the concept is interesting and intriguing and, and it could work should anyone else probably tackle it, I can't honestly say that this film is um, is good because, well, it's not. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about in this episode, episode 66. We're going to be focusing on Ambulance. I made so many, well, I say so many. I tried to like cram down as many notes as I possibly could after seeing this the other night because like, I knew I needed some kind of like respite before doing this podcast because I think if I'd have done it straight away and raw, it probably would have been just... Um, well, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be as probably as nice. And I get told quite frequently that I'm quite nice on this podcast. So here goes then, shall we? Um, synopsis wise, needing money to pay his wife's surgery, veteran Will uh, reluctantly agrees to rob a bank with his adopted brother Danny. When their getaway goes badly wrong, they hijack an ambulance, holding a wounded policeman and paramedic hostage in a high speed, high octane police chase on the streets of Los Angeles as that all unfolds and ensues. Um, cast wise for this film. You can't fault it. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, he's probably up there as one of my favourite actors. Pretty much all of his work, and, and yeah, majority of his work, I am fully behind. Um, so to see him alongside Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, honestly, like, I'm like, yes, this that's a great, you know, duo. I, I, always, I always feel like that, again, like classic Michael Bay, like, he just, he tries, God, he tries to kind of make you care about these characters. Um, but the longer the film goes on, in particular this one, or what I found with most of his work anyways, is that the the more that you just like, I, I really don't care, man. Like, I just, they're just so unbelievable in a way. And and, and that's the thing, like, you've taken someone like Jake Gyllenhaal, who is, like I say, one of my favourite favorite actors, great, great performer. Like, I've said numerous times before that when I watch Gyllenhaal, as a, when he's performing and, and on screen, it's, it's like, I don't feel like I'm watching Jake Gyllenhaal take on another role. I feel like he is that character. And this is one of those films, probably noticed that it was Jake Gyllenhaal really, really trying. It's almost like, because his character is, like, really borderline psychotic in a way, like almost really eccentric, just a loose canon, you know what I mean? Like you get that straight away, like that, that characteristic about him because Yahya Abdul-Mateen II's character, Will, um, he's, you know, the one with the most, he's the most human of the two. He's the most like one full of heart, really drives that, like he's the good guy of the two. Like Danny Sharp is what Jake Gyllenhaal plays and Will Sharp is Yahya's character. And there's that obviously kind of butting heads between the two of them because you've got Yahya's character that's really just doesn't he doesn't even want to rob this bank it's just that he has to do it because he wants to help, obviously help pay for his wife's um his wife's treatment jake gillenall's character sways him into doing so and he's just like the devil on his shoulder almost all the time all the way through um but to take these two fantastic performers and put them in this like i, I would never have expected them to be in this film everyone just becomes so two-dimensional in a way um even jake gillenall that's really really sad uh, isa gonzalez as as cam thompson she's the paramedic on board as well with you know with these two you know, uh, with, with these, two, with, with Danny Sharp and, and Will Sharp, sorry, uh, Jake and Yaya's characters, and again, like she's just, you know, she's fine. You know what I mean? Like again, it's kind of like doing what you can with what you've given. Um, 
and it's interesting enough to see how like her character kind of interacts and, and has to deal with this kind of like 100 mile an hour film or 100 mile an hour situation we should say because I, I don't really know. It's just it's just really, really just tiring in a way, this film. It's so predictable. You can sit there through this film and like you were there going, okay, so the drive-in's when an explosion's going to happen in three, two, there it is. <laughs> There's the explosion again. I'm trying to think of positives about it. Like there was a few good shots, that, not even a few, one good shot I think that I enjoyed where we got to see like, I think it was in the trailer, through a bullet hole of the glass at the back of the ambulance, like the camera goes through it. And this is the thing, there's so many more negatives for this film for me than there are positives, especially in the front that it is just classic Michael Bay. Um, you know, you've got those classic shots, like loves his drone shots in this film, Christ almighty. So many 360 drone shots that keep occurring and reoccurring and occurring again. Um, like, honestly, like I think every other shot in this film is done through drone. Um, and it just... It's sometimes it's like you're feeling a bit like motion sickness, like seriously, like just you doesn't have to do that. Constantly just doesn't have to do it. You've got his classic 360 spinning around characters that he always does. You know, he loves lens flare as well. Like he's always, always got that going on as well. And those over the shoulder shots. And like Michael Bay has come out and obviously said that pretty much that it's, it's heavily all around practical effects in this. Great, I applaud that. That's that's fantastic because the use of CGI that he's done in previous films, especially like the Transformers towards the end of them, was just like again exhausting. Um, it is great to have practical effects. I appreciate that. However, a lot of the practical effects and car explosions in this were like on repeat, constantly from different angles. We'd see like a car crash into a building. We'd see it from one angle, then it'd be the same shot from the other angle, then another angle. That it's, it's just that again constantly throughout this film and it got like i said just so tiring like so so tiring it's like i've seen reviews saying this that it's the most like kind of you know stripped back grounded michael bay film but i was like i, I don't buy it for a second like i just didn't i didn't feel that anyways like i was like this is just a michael bay film i know that it's kind of trying to get back to his you know like the rock roots or whatever or even to an extent like bad boys and bad boys 2 this that and the other way whichever like to the point where he's actually like you know full-on hinting and, and even name dropping his own films which i was like okay we're going down there fine let's get meta shall we michael um but it's just at the same time like i i, I didn't for once think this was a, a more strict approach to michael bay film it just felt like i was watching yet another Michael, and and, and I, I can hear you all there going, well, you knew, you knew what you were getting yourself into. Why did you go watch it? Well, it's, it's, just a, it's a new film that's come out, of course. I need to... It's got Jake Gillen on it. That's enough to be, for me to be like, well, if Jake's in it, let's just see if it's as bad as what usual Michael Bay films are. And it is... It is um it is. <laughs> Let's just leave it there. It is. Um, like I've wrote in my notes that not even not even Jake Gyllenhaal could save this film. Like his character is pretty pretty awful. Like really awful. Like there's some attempted humor in here as well. Like sometimes I can kind of you can kind of tell when uh, him and Yaya Abdul Mateen the second were you know either freestyling, going off script, or just trying to really get into the mindset of these characters. And at times it probably like worked just a smidge, but most of the time it really fell flat. Especially the humor in this. It was just quite needless if i'm being honest and and i i just yeah I, I was not in it and like i said that the predict by being so predictable with this film it just kind of you just kind of sat there just waiting for the next action set piece to unfold the thing with jake gillenall's uh, portrayal in this as well for me is like it's almost like michael bay watched him as mysterio and was like that's really good just can you like do it even more over the top like just dial it up a little bit more that's what i really want you to do because it just felt like again like i say his performance is mysterio but on a huge over the top and um, quite frustrating watch at times. Like I just really didn't, just didn't get on with his character at all. Like I say, all three leads in this are brilliant, brilliant actors in their own right, but together in this film. And again, I, I, I don't, I, it just, there's, there's, there, there is a plot, but it's not a very, you know, it's, it's a very straightforward one. Like I say, it's not too complicated, but at the same time, Michael Bay's made it so complicated that you just kind of 
by the end, you're just like, oh, just really? Okay, let's uh, let's catch his breath a second. Um, yeah, it's it's just one of those films, really. It's it's again, it's it's just action for the sake of it. If you're into this and you like your Michael Bay films, then yeah, you probably will leave it and be like, yeah, that's what I was expecting. And, and like I said, I was expecting nothing really. I was not expecting to come out and go, Jesus, Michael Bay's like really gone back to his roots. He's really nailed it. I, I mean. To be honest with you, like I said, I watched it purely on the basis of the cast and, and the concept of this film, like the premise. If it was not action-based, if it was just a thriller, a bit like Speed in a way, because obviously it does feel a bit like Speed, but in the sense that can we not just like just strip so much layers of the action and, and just keep it as really intense, like just, just keep us on the ambulance all the way through. We don't need this like needless high-speed explosions, police cars flying everywhere, helicopters, this, that, and the other. Like, Yeah, obviously you can have all of that, but that can just be a background, like a backdrop almost for what is happening within this ambulance. It could have been a really, really kind of great character piece for all of these characters and how they're, you know, developing and, and how their story unfolds as the film went on. There's none of that. It's like any ounce of like humanity in there. It's like, right, forget that. Let's just see some more explosions because that's just how it goes, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to think that I'm just looking at my other notes, but I put here that Yaya is probably the best thing about the film, but again, it's too predictable as we know what he's going to do, or rather his character arc. And I, I, again, I, I think that's a really fair point because I, I, I did think that Yaya Abdul-Mateen II was the most like likable character out of everyone. Like I felt that you, you really felt that his character just didn't want to be in this position. He's kind of been forced into it. And now he's suffering the repercussions of that. You know, he's got, he's with his adopted brother. So there's that, there's that, you know, he feels like he's almost owing it to him in a way as to help get him out of this as much as himself. But at the same time, he doesn't want to be holding hostages. He doesn't want to be shooting police officers. He doesn't want to be doing this. That, and the other. He just wants to get the money to help his wife. So there's obviously that, that straight away. And, I just think that, in, in a way, Michael Bay just can't write those kind of, like, human characters. They all have to be something just either over the top or... I don't know, like, I've always found that the character, all the characters in most of... Especially his later films, anyways, have just been, uh, yeah, pretty trash. Um, so, Ambulance, I'm going to leave it there because, like I say, if I went on anymore, I think it would end up just being a proper slaughterhouse about this film. But I am struggling to give this a four, so I am going to give it a four, Um and we'll leave it there. Um, but thank you ever so much for listening. It's not, it's probably like I say, the worst film I've seen in a very long time. Um, I would, I, I was, I was saying like, because obviously I know that like the underwhelming uh, reception or even, you know, for me watching the Matrix Re uh, Resurrections, I was a little bit like, a little bit lost in, in the middle of that film. But I think I would rather watch that again um, than this, or even like, a, like I say, I, I think I previously spoke about Knowing and how bad that film is with Nicolas Cage in there. I, again, would rather watch that than this. It all comes down to that. So I, again, really, really disappointing, really underwhelming. It's it's crazy that the cast that's in this film, you know, for, for an actor such as Jake Gyllenhaal that I really respect and admire as a performer, um, yeah, really, really uh, disappointed in that. Um, but what can we expect from Michael Bay? Classic 360 shots. Keep them coming, mate. Uh, classic explosions. But, you know, let's, let's give him some form of credit. The CGI is limited. Uh, it's still terrible, like it's really bad. I think he's come out and said that it's pretty terrible in this film. They only like two or three points that it's in. Um, but, you know, he's kind of got rid of that and it is all practical. So I'll give him a point for that. Just everything else is 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 awful. It's bad. Uh, but thank you ever so much for listening to my thoughts on Ambulance. I'm sure you're very, very keen to go watch it now, aren't you? Um, but I'll be back this week with Morbius Review, finally, after all the delays that's coming out. So keep your eyes and ears on that. But as always, thank you so much for the support, for listening uh, and continue plugging. Do follow, like I said earlier, the Spotify the Spotify podcast, the Spotify page, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, follow it on whatever podcasting streaming site that you are listening to this through. Uh, and thank you ever so much. Until the next episode, take care.